بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين والعاقبة للمتقين ولا عدوان إلا على الظالمين وأشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له وأشهد أن نبينا وحبيبنا وقرة عيوننا محمد اللهم صل وسلم وبارك عليه وعلى آله وصحبه ومن تبعهم بإحسان إلى يوم الدين أما بعد أولا وقبل كل شيء whatever شيخنا الفاضل شيخ محمود said I don't think I deserve to sit here and talk in front of all these brothers and I know I'm 100% sure that I'm the least knowledgeable person when it comes to the knowledge. So I don't know how can someone who have no knowledge will sit in front of the people and say something to them or share something with them. But this is min alamat zaman. This is one of the signs of akhri zaman. And Allah I couldn't, you know, say no to Sheikh Mahmoud, Sheikh Mohammed Mahmoud, because I love him so much for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And Allah is my witness. And maybe in my intention, I say, if you share with some of your experience, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala might benefit one of the brothers and that might be Sadaqah Jariah for me. Most of you can be my sons. I might look like someone who's young, but I'm 50. Alhamdulillah Rabbil Alameen. So, whatever I'm telling you right now is my experience. It's something that I have learned as a khibra. Something that I have gone through that I don't want you to waste your time finding that way. And you know, at the end of your long journey, then you find that what you have been doing was not the right thing. Allahumma lakal hamd. I want to share with you first part of my talk, Rihlati ma'al Qur'an. My journey with the Qur'an. And when I look back, my journey with Qur'an, every time I look back, I cry a lot. I didn't know that I would have, you know, be here at this age, at this stage of my life with Quran. I never thought that way. But when I look back, I see it is the ni'am, min ni'am subhanahu wa ta'ala. One of the bounties of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And on the other side, I look and I say, 
maybe my parents in the darkness of the night they have been praying that I didn't realize and I didn't know that's the only thing that I can think of there's nothing good that I have done that can make me you know be where I am now the only thing that I can think of is the dua of my parents and of course my teachers a week ago I was talking to my teacher who taught me Quran and I was listening to him and he has been praying for me like almost five minutes as just listening to him and in my heart I'm saying that oh Allah make him keep doing it increasing it that dua I finished the Quran when I was nine years old my father used to be a qadi of one of the towns he used to be a teacher of Quran after I finished my Quran when I was nine years old <clears throat> I went here to go to school but my father he never wanted to be me going to a school he wanted me to be a student of the deen looking for the halaqat al-ilm going to the masajids but when I grew up and I became like 15, 16 you know I just decided to go to school and I told my father I need to go to school and he had no choice because I'm grown up he told me that you can do what you want I didn't listen to him I travel from the border between Somalia and Ethiopia and travel to Kenya first night when I was in a masjid normally when you are a traveler you sleep in a masjid because you don't know no one in those towns the only place that you can go is to the masjid to sleep there I was in the masjid and this is how Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wanted me to be saved from my Quran and I look back and I realize that subhanallah Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has blessed me so much the day that I was in the masjid my first night there was a brother that he was reading Quran another brother was holding the kitab in order for him to correct but the brother who was holding the kitab was not correcting the other brother and the other brother was making mistake I was just sitting there and I told him that what you're reading is wrong then he told me how do you know it and I said this is what you said I remember it was Surah Yusuf he switched with then he talked to the brother who, have the, who had the kitab and they realized that it was right that moment he took the kitab from the brother and he gave it to me I was not even know about ikhlas 
or intention, all that was not my, you know, in my heart. I was just correcting it because I didn't want to hear a mistake in the Quran. The brother realized that I'm a traveler. I don't belong to the area. I was in the masjid. So he told me, come with me. I went to his house and we ate the dinner together. And he told me that. I didn't know, but he was the mu'addin of the masjid. So he told me that if I can help him, the adhan of the masjid. I said, okay, because I was sleeping in the masjid and I had nowhere else to sleep. So the Isha, the Fajr, I'm the one who's supposed to perform the adhan. Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen. Allah kept me in that situation that I wake up at that age and do the adhan and pray Fajr in Jama'ah and the same thing on the Isha, the Salawat, the very important prayers. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has chosen me to do that. Then the people of the masjid, they realized that I was a traveler, so they let me have a small room which was next to the masjid. So in the, during the breakfast, I go with one brother. Lunch, I go with another brother. Dinner, if I go with another brother. Khalas, that was my life. I wanted to start school. That was my intention. Everything else that's going was never been my intention. But it's what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala planned. I talked to one of the brothers. He took me to a school. So during the day, I go to school. And I have been doing that until I finish my middle school. During that time, there was one night that a brother who was supposed to lead the tahajjud never show up. So there was no one who lead tahajjud. And they chose me to lead the tahajjud. Imagine I have learned the Quran on loh, the wooden thing. I never saw a mushaf when I used to learn the Quran. All I used to do was the loh, the wooden thing. I saw the mushaf after I came to the town. And walillahilhamdu walminna. I led the tahajjud. One of the mistakes I made was I started from Surah to Sabah. I didn't know where is Maqrah, the Hizib, the Rubu'ul Hizib, the Nisful Hizib. I, I didn't even know all that. Even the Jews, because all my Quran was from the beginning to the end, writing on the law after ayah after ayah. So I continue until first part of Surah to Yaseen. In my mind, I made a ruku'ah, but while I was ruku'ah, I realized that I haven't reached the Jews. Then I stand up, then I started again, just to reach the Jews. And the people who are behind me say, Subhanallah, Subhanallah. Alhamdulillah, Rabbil Alameen. That was my first night that I led a tahajjud before the Sarawih. When I finished my middle school, one of the brothers who were 
who used to pray us with us in the masjid knew a brother who was the headmaster of the boarding school the headmaster told the brother that this brother i want him to come to us in the boarding and lead to us taraweeh he say he need to you know who's going to pay the school and all that the brother say i will pay the school i will pay his food where he sleep but what i need is him to be in charge of the masjid and lead the taraweeh the tahajjud during the ramadan time i was praying inside my heart saying alhamdulillah he doesn't know how much i want that but then i moved there i have been in that body for four years imagine all that time i was not with my parents i was just same as your age no father no brother no role model you know just in a different country all this when i look back i see is the protection of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that has he tied me allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tied me to the masajid so i can keep this quran those four years that i was in the boarding i was the imam of the tarawih and tahajjud after i finish alhamdulillah rabbil alamin i went back to my family but again there was no university i just finished my high school there was a brother this is the ni'am of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala i want you brothers to know that whatever allah subhanahu wa ta'ala plan no one can stop no one can stop and allah subhanahu wa ta'ala there was a brother he applied two visas one into the university of al-azhar in egypt and one his family who was in europe they sponsored him both of them came at the same time but he chose of course the one that he want to go to europe and he left the other one so i asked him can i take yours and he told me yeah he gave it to me alhamdulillah rabbil alamin i was from a poor family i couldn't even afford to go to get a ticket so families they collected for me and that's how i came to egypt alhamdulillah rabbil alamin when i came to egypt i applied at different university i didn't want to go to the azhar university my intention still was not going to the islamic university i wanted to do a medical school i applied Cairo University they rejected me while i was waiting i went to al-azhar then when they rejected me allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gave me this inshirah in my heart that i want to go and study the deen of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in azhar university allahumma lakal hamd i studied for years those four years you know in if you go to cairo in every building almost every building there is musalla 
you know, the downstairs. So the, 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 the building that I was living, the downstairs there was Musalla. The four years that I've been in Egypt, I was also leading Taraweeh in Tehaju. This still I'm looking back and I see like Subhanallah al the ni'am of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala never stops. Remember my intention was different. And still Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala comes one after the other. And that's why I say like my parents so many times they wake up and they pray for me and that's why Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has blessed me with this type of ni'am because it was not me who asked Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to open for me these type of opportunities. Alhamdulillah Rabbil Alameen. After that, I came here 2019, 2009. Three days into Ramadan. There's a brother, his name is Abdullah, he's here. He used to leave my building, I was new, I didn't know anything, I was not driving. So he asked me, do you want to go to Taraweeh? I said, yes. On our way, he asked me, do you know the Quran? I said, yes, I know the Quran, Alhamdulillah, Rabbil Alameen. He said, if we give you two rakahs, will you be able to lead? I said, inshallah. Then we went to the masjid. At that time, there was a brother who was reading from the kitab. And he gave me two rakahs. And I did the two rakahs. And all the brothers at the masjid, they said, you have to share. You do the four, and the other brother should do the four. So SubhanAllah, the other brother, for some reason, he just left. And since that, from 2009 until tonight, even Corona time, we were doing in the basement. There is no year that I have not led Taraweeh and Tahajjud. This year, Sheikh Muhammad Mahmoud knows, my plan was not to do Taraweeh at all. I talked to my teacher, I talked to the Masajid, I already told them that I cannot do it. But this is what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala planned. Last couple of days before Ramadan, the brother who was supposed to lead the Taraweeh in a center where I teach the Quran, he decided not to lead. Then there was no one else that I can talk to. Then I was forced to lead the Taraweeh. The reason I was mentioning all this is, brothers, always there is a plan that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has already set for you. No matter what you do, the plan of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala works. But to add on that, I also want you to never underestimate the dua of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Especially this month of Ramadan. And the person who have, 
who wants to memorize the Quran? Or the one who, who already memorized but want to continue to do the Qiraat? There are eight things that we need to focus on to reach that goal. These eight points, if we focus, بِإِذِنِ تَبَارَكَ وَتَعَالَى Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will open for you that light. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will make it easy for you to be among those people that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, هُمْ أَهْلُ اللَّهِ وَخَاصَّتُهُ Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will make you among those بِإِذِنِ تَعَالَى حَمَلَةُ الْقُرْآنِ there has to be these steps to follow. Today I was reading in my khutbah one of the hadith of the Prophet When you look at this hadith and the situation that we are in, we have to fear for ourselves. We have to fear for our a'mal. And this is common, including me. Common things. The hadith is in Sunan Ibn Majah, narrated by Thawban. The Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said, لَأَعْلَمَنَّا أَقْوَامًا Say he knows the Prophet ﷺ that in the day of judgment there is a group of people that will come. Hasanatuhum, their hasanat is mithla jibali tuhama. Their hasanat, how big the hasanat that they have is the Prophet compared to the mountains of tuhama. It's a big mountains. This is just comparison to understand. And the Prophet ﷺ said, يَأْخُذُونَ مِنَ اللَّيْلِ كَمَا تَأْخُذُونَ They take their share during the night, same as you companions are taking your share from the night. That is Isha in Jama'ah, Taraweeh, Tahajjud, Qiraat al-Qur'an, Everything that the companions they used to do, the Prophet ﷺ, he said, they do the same thing that you are doing. And the Prophet ﷺ said, Innahum ikhwanukum, they are your brothers. Brothers in Islam, brothers in Iman, brothers who are in the Masajid. Qiraatul Quran, al Siyam, al Sadaqah, al Salah. Every good thing, hasanat, mountains of hasanat. The Prophet ﷺ, Thawban asked the Prophet ﷺ, he said, Sifhum lana ya Rasulullah. Describe for them those. And the Prophet ﷺ said, Innahum qawmun. They are the group of people. Ida khalaw 
when they are by themselves, behind the doors, by themselves, they don't shy Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. They do the maharimillah. They do the forbidden thing that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala forbid. Subhanallah al-azim. Wal-ayyadu billah. Amam al-nas in front of the people, they do all good things. On their bed, behind the doors, they do all things that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala forbid. They watch all these things that, you know, Allah forbid. TikTok, Snapchat, you name it. This worldly life that destroys our akhlaq. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala say fi surat nisa Exactly. This hadith is making the tafsir of this ayah. Yistaghfuna min al-nasi wala yistaghfuna min Allahi wa huwa ma'ahum. They are keeping away from the people. In the eyes of people, they don't do it. They feel shy. They respect the one who is next to them. وَلَا يَسْتَخْفُونَ مِنَ اللَّهِ وَهُوَ مَعَهُمْ Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, they will not shy from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala وَهُوَ مَعَهُمْ While Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is with them بِعِلْمِهِ سُبْحَانَهُ وَتَعَالَى إِنَّ اللَّهَ كَانَ عَلَى كُلِّ شَيْءٍ رَقِيبًا Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is watching them. But they don't shy from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Wallahi, you cannot open your phone in front of the brothers, in front of these brothers, and watch anything that you want. But when you are by yourself, shaitan can destroy you easily. And what will happen at the end of the day? All your hasanat, Mountains of the hasanat that you have been doing on this dunya, the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, جعلها الله سبحانه وتعالى هباء منثورا. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala destroys all those hasanat. مثل جبال تهامة, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala destroys it. So ask yourself, Allah said, قَدْ جَاءَكُمْ مِنَ اللَّهِ نُورٌ وَكِتَابٌ مُبِينٌ The nur of Allah, the light of Allah, كَلَامُ اللَّهِ سُبْحَانَهُ وَتَعَالَى In your heart, will not deserve anything else to be in your heart. Chosen you, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. He chose you to be أَهْلُ الْقُرْآنِ Lakin musibah is what we are doing. That we're not aware that we are destroying our a'mal. That we want to be among Abdullah ibn Mas'ud in the Jannah. We want to be with Ubay in the Jannah. We want to be Abdurrahman ibn Sulami in the Jannah. Right now, Shah Abdurashisha Ali Sufi, you know him. 
Tonight he is finishing Khatm. Every night he prays three Jews. It's life. Three Jews. Tell me who can who, who among us can stand in front of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that long and can read three Jews? Very young, half energy. Will you be able to do it? We cannot. He's old. He's like grandfather. But three Jews of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Kalamullah, Baina Yadayir Rahman, he stands and finishes. Tonight he is doing khatma. From Suratul Baqarah to Nas. The first ten nights. Second ten nights, the same thing. Third ten nights, the same thing. How can be how can we be with him? In the same level of Jannah. And we want to sleep and wake up. We want to eat. We want to act like every other person, average person on this dunya. La ya akhi. La ya akhi. Ala inna sil'ata Allahi hiya al-ghaliya. Inna Allah ashtara minal mu'minina. Anfusahum. Your soul before your mal. Anfusahum. How does your nafs? Tahdibin nafs. Tahdibin nafs. Does he have that energy, the Sheikh, to stand the three Jews? This is, يعني, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is giving him the power. When, when the hadith of the Prophet was, he used to stand and pray to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala until his feet were swollen. I don't think we can do that. Until the feet of the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam were swollen. Ya Akhi Fillah. Until his feet were swollen. Doesn't he feel a pain? Where is the pain? The, the pain that we are feeling. Why doesn't he feel the pain? And sit down. Or just leave it because it is sunnah. You know, this is how we underestimate. Call it sunnah. You know. Until his feet were swollen. Mus'ab. Uh, the brother of Zubair ibn Awam. His feet were supposed to cut off. And he asked, they asked him, can we inject you, uh, what is it called? This thing that does not make you feel the pain. Like, yeah, anesthesia or something like that. He said, no, I need, to, I need to, to, to start praying to Allah. Then after that, you can do what you want. I need to start praying to Allah. And after that, you can do what you want. It. He is in a different level. Munajat alamin. He does not feel even the environment that he is in. The Sahabi that was in the grave that was reading Surah Tabarak. 
he passed away he died he died we buried him khalas but imagine he's reading kalamullah subhanahu wa ta'ala he was sahibul quran sahibul quran in the grave companions they told the prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam in the grave Sheikh Abdul Rashid Shah Ali Sufi, his dad. His dad. His teacher. He used to read every day for Jews and a half. <coughs> every day for Jews and a half. On top of that, he used to read from Surah Al-Hujurat until Surah Al-Nas. That is not included on the four Jews and a half. He used to say from Surah Al-Hujurat to Surah Al-Nas is my breakfast. Every day he used to do that. So later in his life he felt sick. And I can send the link to the brothers. So you can hear the person who is telling the story is from uh, Sheikh Abdul Rashid. And he said he was on his deathbed. Then he told the students, among the students, the Tulab was the father of Sheikh Abdul Rashid. And he said, if I die, if I die, and you buried me. The day that I die, you know, there was a style. I don't know if it is most of the countries, but some countries they use it. Uh, we call the Subah Jum'ah, which means from Surah Al-Baqarah to Fakayfa Ida Asabatum in the middle of Surah Nisa. We call it that is Jum'ah. From Fakaifa all the way to Wa'idhna Taqna al-Jabala, we call it Sabt. From Wa'idhna Taqna al-Jabala all the way to Wa'mathalu Karimatin, that is Ahad. Al-Ahad. From Wa'mathalu all the way to Nasari'u, Surah Al-Mu'minun, that is Ithnin. Yawm al-Ithnin. From Nasari'u all the way to Wa'laqad Sadaqa alayhim fi Surah Sabah, that is Thulatha. From Walaqad Sadaqa to Hujurat is Arba'a, from Hujurat to Nas is Khamis. That's how you divide the whole entire Quran. So the day, Friday, you read from Baqarah to Fakaifa. On Saturday, you read from Fakaifa to Waidana Taqna al-Jabala. On Sunday, from Waidana Taqna al-Jabala to Wamathalu. On Monday from Wamathalu, that's how you continue. And this is for a long, you know, history thing that scholars, some of them, they used to do it. It's another way of finishing the Quran in one week. Every week khatma, every week khatma, every week khatma. So this sheikh, you know, Hadrat al-Wafa on Monday.
So he said, if you hear me in my grave, reading the Quran from Monday, the way I used to read it to you, I don't need anything, you can leave me. If I don't read it, I didn't get what I expect from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, pray for me. This is what uh, the, I heard from Shaykh uh, Abd Rashid Shaykh Ali Sufi. This is the Sahib al-Quran. Quran has to be your breakfast. Quran has to be your lunch. Quran has to be your dinner. Ya akhi, how do you go to bed? How do you go to bed? While you don't read the hizib of your today, the word of your today. You should not. And this is how you adapt. Wallahi, if you continue one month, you train yourself one month, you will not sleep unless, even if you go to bed and try to sleep, you cannot do it unless you do your word. Unless you do your word. Sometimes when I become dizzy during the day and I forget and I go to bed, wallahi, even if it is 2 a.m. and I don't, rem I, I remember that today my hizib, I did not read it, it is just like I took a shower, very fresh, no sleeping, no tiredness. I have to go and read it, then after that I can sleep. Before that, there is no sleep. I was supposed to take, uh, to stop at 12.40, that's 12.48. Quickly, inshallah ta'ala, I'm going to conclude with uh, these points. Forgive me, inshallah ta'ala. Awalan. The one who wants to memorize the Quran, the first thing, Al-Ikhlas Lillahi Ta'ala Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala. Al-Ikhlas. Sincerity, the amal that you are doing for the sake of Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala. Not because of shuhra, not because of you becoming Imam Tarawih, or you become a Quran teacher, or people should be, you know, they know you, or become a well-known, or you have a vo good voice. Al-Ikhlas Lillahi Ta'ala. That is the first thing. Number two, Ad-Dua Wa-Su'al Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala. Ask Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala. Khususan fi thuluthil akhir bil-layl. Raise up your hand to Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala. Raise up your hand to Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala. Show Him that you need His mercy Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala. And the third thing is Al-Iltizam Bi-Mushafim Wahid You know the Mushaf that every time you look at When you start reading the Quran In your memory you see the page You see the ayah You see the ending You see the beginning You see everything That Mushaf Your eyes Ibn Taymiyyah Rahmatullahi Alayhi he said, Nadratul Mushafi Ibadah. Just by looking at the Mushaf, before you even read, it's Ibadah. The fourth thing is, Kathratul Qiraati wal Murajaati Daima. Repeating over and over and over and over and over of the Qiraa. And Muraja'a. One thing that destroys our Quran is we memorize and we have an ambition to memorize more. But we put less effort on what we memorized before.
then that thing will go away. Then the person become discouraged. Then he's going to start it over. Then he struggle. Yaki, half the word of day, every day, over and over, over and over, non-stop. Because this is something that you continue with the rest of life until you meet with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The fifth thing, إِغْلَاقِ الْمُصْحَفِ عِنْدَ مُرَاجَعَةِ الْمَحْفُوظِ When you memorize it, move the kitab away from you. In your heart, shaitan will give you waswas, it tells you that you're making a mistake, then you keep going back and forth to the kitab. Then you're not memorizing nothing. That waswas is going to be there. Once you do the hifd, move the mushaf away from you, be alone to yourself, and start reading it. And start reading it. And do it, and hold yourself without mushaf. Build that confidence that you can do without mushaf after you memorize it. Al-Qira'a min al-Mahfuz fi salah Wake up late at night. Inna nashi'ata al-layli hiya ashaddu wata'an wa aqwa muqila. Stand there by yourself next to your bed and start the what you memorize. Read on the salah. It helps. Al-Hirsu ala al-Istima'a li ahad al-Qurra'a. The more you listen for the shiyukh, the more it perfects your tajweed and your Qur'an and it make, give you like more thabat. Fajizakumullahu khayran. As'allah subhanahu wa ta'ala an yanfa'ana wa yarzuqana al-ilm al-salih wa jalla subhanahu wa ta'ala an yaj'alana min ahli al-Qur'an hum ahlullahi wa khasatuh. Jazakumallahu khairan. Thank you for your time. And I know I took more time, but forgive me, inshallah ta'ala. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.